You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is, 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 is Kickoff in the Valley. Now here's your host, Tyler Vazquez and Gunnar Jackson. Welcome into the Kickoff of the Valley podcast covering your Arizona Cardinals. My name is Gunner. I'm a morning radio show host on Camel Country here in Phoenix. That over there, he is the pulse of the Cardinal fan base, Tyler Vasquez. What's up, Tyler? Yes, sir, Tyler Vasquez. Bird Gang Travel Club. Let's start off with the good today, Gunner, because um, there wasn't a lot of it. So week one, the good was the tailgating, right? Like we had an awesome party at the Lola. It was a grand time. And then we got inside the stadium, right? You were there today. Yeah, you tell good. me about your good leading up to the game. Well, you were on good. the lawn. Let's say that again. You you were on the lawn. You were hanging out with. Uh, Pauly- no, I I had planned to go oh. uh, hang out on the lawn. Uh, you know, Paulie D was out there doing some sort of a pregame, you know, fist bump or you know, Jim Tan laundry, whatever he was doing out there. But I I got to the get. I we got to the parking lot about a half hour, forty five minutes later than I had planned. So we just decided to just go straight into the stadium. Um, Gila, uh, who's a partner of ours on the morning show, uh, got us some tickets into the suite there. So uh, we decided just to go up there and start drinking and uh, and uh, eat some of the free food they had in the suite and just kind of watch all the uh, the pregame festivities and the pregame warm-up, you know, and all that. But I heard out there on the lawn it was packed and, and warm and sweaty. So you had a great time. Free food, free beverage. Oh, it was like- a blast. It was a blast and I uh, getting all my uh, pregame bets in and everything, you know, and, and I, you know, we talked about it on the last podcast with, uh, with the Cardinals just kind of being all banged up. And I, I you know, I kind of had my feeling, I think, were you feeling like the, obviously the end result from uh, today, we're recording this on Sunday, Cardinals lost to the chiefs 44 to 21. Did you have a feeling that it was going to go this way? Or you being that hardcore uh, Cardinals fan for life? Did you think the Cardinals were going to pull it out? Gunner, remember last week I said the Cardinals would win this game. And you know what it is, is every single year I get really, really, really excited. And I think this is going to be the year that when the eyes are on the Cardinals and it's a home game, a marquee matchup, they're going to get over that hump. Like that's what's going to happen. And of course, week one, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Andy Reid, gang's all here, rolls into town. And uh, we fall flat on our face. And so pretty typical. And I don't want to be a Debbie Downer. So we're not going to do that. We're going to we will cover the negative here. But we're also going to get into some of the positives. Um, I do have a lot of pretty interesting little stats and nuggets. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, let's start where things went wrong. 
<laughs> opening opening drive for the Chiefs. I mean, right away, it was kind of the theme of our conversation all week that the offense is going to have to carry this defense. And by watching that first drive, you knew right away that was going to be the case because Patrick Mahomes pretty much did anything he wanted to at any point. Yeah. Um, their opening drive was five minutes and 23 seconds. They went 75 yards for a touchdown. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire the often disappointment of a running back, especially if you've got him in fantasy football, uh, he broke off three runs for 34 yards to start the game. Um, Patrick Mahomes going deep against this, this poor secondary misses a wide open Hardman, which could have been just, that's it. Touchdown done. Uh, then on third and seven, when you think, okay, maybe this defense is going to surprise us. They're going to stop this high powered chiefs offense on the opening drive. Third and seven, 18-yard pass to Juju Smith-Schuster from Patrick Mahomes. Again, he could do anything he wanted uh, and finish that drive with a nine-yard touchdown to, to Kelsey, which you saw that all day. Kelsey yeah. was the number one tight end as of this moment when we're, when we're recording, which right now it's Cowboys and uh, Buccaneers for Sunday night football. But up until this moment, Kelsey is the number one tight end in a fantasy perspective. Uh, which tells you not good things for the Cardinals if uh, Kelsey went off out of all the tight ends in the mm -hmm. league. So now uh, on the opposite side of things, the Cardinals opening drive. Well, let's, let's talk about that. What do you think after that first uh, Chiefs drive? After the first Chiefs drive, I kind of figured that things were not going to go the Cardinals way. Oh, <laughs> you, you know? thought the game I, was over I, right I, at that I, point, I, huh? I, yeah, dude. I mean, if they can, if they couldn't stop them, I mean, yeah. I mean, I could have been like, well, you know, that was a fluke. We'll see what happens. But I had my gut feeling going into this that it was going to be an uphill battle for the Cardinals. And watching the uh, the Chiefs just run all over them, uh, especially in that first drive, and I, I, I knew what was to come that entire game. I was hoping the Cardinals would surprise me, man. I really was. So you know? then, to, to that point, so the Cardinals opening drive, they go three and out. Right. So you just watch the Chiefs do whatever they want offensively, march the whole way down the field. And then uh, this is, I, I guess, one of my biggest hangups here is so you didn't play any of your starters in the preseason. I don't want to be armchair, you know, GM, armchair quarterback, armchair head coach thinking about it after the fact. Hindsight, you know, oh, you got the benefit of the doubt. I thought this during the preseason. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady. What do they all have in common, Gunner? Can can you think of one Josh thing Allen, they have? Pat, they all have. Uh, oh, I was gonna go suit. No, I don't know where you're going with that one. Okay, well, I'm gonna <laughs> give it to you. I'm gonna make it easy. Uh, not only are they all guys that you would peg to be Super Bowl contenders, right. they all played at least one drive in the preseason. They got live rounds. They had a real defense coming after them. And I know a lot of people said, is that really that big of a deal? It's preseason. Yeah. They don't scheme. When, And I will agree. If the Cardinals finished the season and their heads were held up high and we were pumped about the cards going into this season, like, man, they're going to be Super Bowl contenders because of how great they finished last year, then sure, they don't need to play. No, do do this plan. This is good. But knowing how they finished last year and thinking back to that, what good comes from not playing them during the preseason? And I'll go and even fine tune even like further. Like there's all these rumors that, you know, and again, this may be minute to a lot of people, but a lot of rumors that 
the the veterans, the stars, they didn't have to stay at the wigwam during preseason. They got to go home, sleep in their bed, show up for practice. Hence why Hollywood got his uh, his speeding ticket to the game uh, practice that one yeah. day. You know what I mean? Like when I start thinking of all these things and again, it's hindsight. It's after a bad performance. OK, then don't come out like this. You don't come out like this. Nobody questions the preseason situation uh, of them not playing. Nobody questions them sitting at home. No, it just we're babying them, and I get it. It'll never go back to the uh, Flagstaff NAU uh, days of of going up for training camp and them being kind of on lockdown. I, NFL has changed. That's not how it is anymore. But at this point, this team collectively has not done anything to warrant the bougie. Uh, freedom that they have and ultimately they roll out let's let's talk about that first drive they roll out the first play you've had all offseason to plan out what your first play of the game is going to be is an illegal shift and they barely got the snap off like it was it went ran down to the one second mark and i honestly think they got it off late but because the shift came they just threw the flag and it was what it was there was a flag no matter what so Mm -hmm. uh like how do you get the first play of the game off late? Especially after you just watched Kansas City stomp a mud hole in you yeah. on the first drive. Like, it just doesn't <laughs> – it's just undisciplined uh, – oh, man, it's undisciplined stuff. Adam, can you write in the, the text – or in the chat, can we swear? <laughs> I just – I need to know if I need to censor myself or not. But um, I actually put that on Twitter earlier because I knew what this kind of podcast was yeah. going to be tonight, and I, I needed to know – are we allowed to, to drop uh, inappropriate words? But Keep it clean, but, fellas. <laughs> oh, keep it clean. Oh, man, bummer. Okay, well, that's going to be very tough. I'm telling you right now. The second yeah. play, so here's the second play. So we talked about the first play. The second play is Murray, um, it's a broken play. And thank God Kyler Murray can run and, and scamper. He scampers for 10 yards. So he recoups some of the yards they lost in that illegal shift. And then the third, uh, it's a free shot. Zach Ertz forgets to chip uh, Sneed, and Sneed just lays Murray out, which <laughs> if this is all going to fall on Murray's shoulders, the last thing you want in the opening drive is for him just to take an unprotected, just straight-up shot, yeah. uh, a, a beeline straight to the quarterback. So what do you think after that first card? I, I know I'm venting a lot here, Gutter, so I need yeah. you to And in. you're really you... focusing on that first drive. <laughs> well, to me, to me, the, the first drive set yeah. – Set the tone, right? Okay, so so the first drive, I mean, like you mentioned, it was like they had all offseason and all all that time to plan out the first drive against the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Knowing what what they're your going first drive, your first X amount of plays are all scripted, right? They're right. all planned out. Your first ten or twenty plays, whatever it is, and then and then you adjust. Yeah. So they, uh, you and I, and I kind of figured like going into halftime they would make an adjustment, but I, I don't think they adjusted at any point throughout the game, at all. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. So so here's my notes for the second drive. 
for the Chiefs. <laughs> Did you put notes on every drive or what? No, no, no. no? I stopped after okay. about after about the third drive for okay. each team. But All right. All right. The se- I'll give you the second drive real quick. Pitch and catch down the field for Mahomes. He does whatever he wants. Uh, ends with a four-yard flip pass to uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for a touchdown. Then here's the best part. <laughs> At this point, Butker, their kicker, is injured, and he gets carted to the back. Okay, is that what happened? Yeah. I didn't, got, I didn't catch that. I, I saw somewhere that uh, somebody else was kicking for Butker. Yeah. He came back in, though. I Yeah, he did come back, but I didn't see what he got hurt for, but he got carted off. Okay. And so at this point, to make things worse, and, and, and what also makes things worse is, and there's no way this is ever going to change, so right away I want to nip this in the butt because I know fans get pissed off about this. Yeah. There was a ton of Chief fans in the building. Sorry. Oh, dude, so many. Listen, I, I'm going to put this to bed because every year when this happens, fans get really upset and they say, why do fans sell their tickets? I'm just going to break this down for you because we do this when we go on the road. If your team is only coming to that city once in an every eight-year, 16-year span, you're going to pay whatever it costs to get tickets to that game. It's yeah. just the reality. Cardinal fans have eight, nine home games, well, eight home games this year to go to. So ultimately, are they going to sell their Chiefs? Of course. And that's what's just going to happen. That You don't have enough loyalty yet as a fan base. I get we've been here forever, but we haven't won consistently ever and so until we do that and you build that generation of cardinal fans that will not sell out no matter what uh, this is what it's going to be so so this is the best part of the game in my mind and it's the most ridiculous thing their safety starts kicking the ball for them on kickoffs and on his first kick because buckers out yeah he, he kicks a touchback and everyone you could hear all the chiefs fans laughing I mean, it was loud. Like, they thought it was the funniest thing. And my brother, who's sitting next to me, says, the Chiefs are so good that even with their safety in there as the kicker, yeah. they do things great. I mean, that's just, just shows depth, it. man. Shows depth. Uh, yeah. it, it, it shows a, well, a very, very well-coached team. Um, so after the first quarter, the Chiefs had 11 first downs, and uh, the Cardinals had three. So just to show yeah, you the, the the disparity between the two. So on the Cardinals second drive, and, and I just want to highlight this one before we can get off of, of drive by drive, but yeah. their second drive was a scoring drive, which thank God, because it was the only way they were going to keep it somewhat close in the first half. Uh, five minutes, 15 seconds, 75 yards. Murray to light the Dorch, Greg Dorch. Uh, I love Greg Dorch. I loved him in, in preseason. I was excited thinking that he might get some run when Rondo Moore got out uh or when we were we were taping the other day and and yeah. rondell got the news came down that he hurt that got hurt I, I don't like that rondell got hurt but i did like the idea that greg dorch was going to get some exposure greg dorch ended up being your top receiver today i think he had 63 yeah. 60, yards 63 yards yep yep 63 yards greg dorch he gets open he catches almost everything i get he had one crucial drop uh that that they reviewed but ultimately that guy is nails and he has played his way in one game and through the preseason in my mind up the depth chart that over these next few rondo moore needs to get healthy real quick because by the time rondo moore finally gets healthy greg dorch might have already taken his spot yeah um, good today Oh, he was he was amazing. He was open all over the place. Uh, Murray had a 21 yard scamper, almost got in the end zone, uh, got pushed out, and then Con- uh, James Conner did what James Conner does, yeah. got a two yard touchdown right up the middle. So for for that drive, so at that point you're thinking, hey, Cardinals can can hang in this. 
they got a stop later on, which was awesome, right? They they uh, they had gotten that stop, and you were thinking, okay, maybe they can make a game. They could get a score here, and then ultimately, if they get a score, then they'll go into halftime down seven, and hopefully they can notch it up. Of course, they did it. Mahomes gets some more points before the half, and it, it just that was the kind of day for the cards. Yeah, Mahomes had ended with five touchdowns. Uh, Murray was the leading rusher. You can't win with your quarterback being the leading rusher, right? We didn't commit I mean, to we, we didn't commit to running the ball at all. That's because well, they stopped they stopped us every time. I wouldn't say we they stopped us that. Although, I mean, okay, it, Connor got the end zone, but I mean, where was the big run though? Murray was the the, the leading rusher with twenty nine yards. Where was the big uh, run? I, I guess here's my point: James Connor only had ten carries, and a bunch of them came yeah. in like the third quarter. So we didn't run that much in the first half. And I, I I get it. You get down, so you start throwing a lot more to try to compensate. But uh, th- this offense does so much better when, when you commit to the run and, and they just don't do it in games like this. And and then it opens up and then they can't run at all because then they got to pass because that's what they feel they got to do. But mm-hmm. it, and you know what? I, one of my real frustrating things with this game and, and it well, this is going to be a really – mean take my frustration with kyler murray is i feel like you get to a point where he thinks we're out of it this is just outside watching i just looking at his his movement his his mannerisms everything it gets to a point where i just feel like he gets to a point where it's just like well it's over you know what i mean and it's and it's not focused on like getting back in the game or or trying to make some sort of comeback. I, I just isn't, or even just trying to get better for the next game. And I know he would refute that, and he would say, "No, are you kidding me? We get paid to do this, and you know we play our hearts out till the end." He just doesn't give me that body language, and and that's always been my problem. And I'm not calling for his head. He just got a huge contract. I'm not going to start that train of like, oh, should we have paid him? Should we not? Kyler is super talented, but. As he continues to grow as a leader and what we're looking for him to do as a leader, it, it just that part bugs me. And then just now I'm going to fire another bullet and, and cut me off at any point, Gunner, because I will just I'm going to take out this whole team. No, man, we're out. You are you are a lifelong fan and I'm enjoying hearing your take on this and the uh, the frustration that's coming out of you. So keep I, going, man. I'm going to talk about Cliff Kingsbury. OK, Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Again, when we say this falls on the GM, it falls on the head coach, it falls on the quarterback, it falls on your left tackle, all these people that you paid, your running back that you paid a bunch of money. When I watched this team and it just, there was a point where the Cardinals had the ball and it was like third and minimal yardage. And Murray just does this like real quick throw up to, it was a designed obvious play where it was a, a throw up to AJ green on the right side, like 15 yards down the field. They needed like three yards and they're throwing it down the field. And it's just like, man, it just looks like you've thrown in the flag. Like you're done. And ultimately you're just doing whatever and hoping it works. And the last time I feel like felt like that for this team was in that stretch last year, going into the playoff game was it just felt like when they get their ass kicked, they just start throwing the ball wherever, and it is what it is. And it's just like, whatever, we're, we're out of it. Screw it. And uh, everyone, not everyone, but people describe Cliff Kingsbury as this offensive genius. And there's times of brilliance where he'll do like a trick play or, or something like that. And I don't know what it is. Is it a disconnect between Cliff and Kyler? 
where Cliff's genius doesn't work because Kyler doesn't listen? Or what is it? And, it, and part of me think that the reason I say that is because I think that's kind of what it is. Because when you look at the offseason and when you had Kyler calling plays, I almost felt like that was a way for Cliff to show Kyler like, hey, it isn't so easy, is it? Yeah. Like, yeah, as much as it was some education for Kyler to get better with the playbook and better with everything else, I still think it was part of like, listen, I know what I'm doing. Like, you should listen to me more. And it's just, it's, (sighs) I don't like that relationship. And that's where it's like, I almost wish they would have paid Kyler, but not Cliff uh, and waited. Let let me ask you about the second half though. I mean, the 21 points, I mean, that's, that's decent. I mean, they scored the, the majority of it, you know, in the second half. You know, and then finally they just waved the white flag in the fourth quarter and put in uh, McSorley. In the, second half, I mean, in, the, in the second half, you were already down. Uh, I, I, well, mean, I know, but I mean, yeah, you know, you can't blame that on the offense, though, right? I mean, the defense didn't do anything. Well, but then that's it where you go to. Them. This is where you go to whose fault is it? Is, is it Vance right. Joseph with the defense? I mean, he does have some top draft picks. He does have uh, two all-pro potential safeties. He's got talent on that team. But at the end of the day, does he have enough talent on that team? What, right? Who was injured on the defense, though? Was anybody injured on the defense? Yeah, JJ, JJ Watt wasn't playing. Oh, Watts, that's, uh, right, that's right. So, but, uh, but do, you, do you attribute it to that, though, with JJ Watt being out? Is that why we couldn't stop the Chiefs? Uh, I think I saw earlier the last time we won at home was when JJ Watt played. So let's put it that way. I, I mean, it's been a long time since we won back uh, at home. Yeah. Um, and, and that to me could be. That leadership, but so dating back to last season, Vance Joseph, Vance Joseph's uh, defense has allowed thirty plus points in four of their last six games. So this team, yes, it's different than last year, but his defense had these same problems last year. So as much as I want to point the finger at Kime for not giving him the tools, Vance Joseph was considered for a head coaching job this off season. Like, at what point, Vance? Do you fall on the sword as well? So, yeah. well, trust, considered, it, but why didn't they pull the trigger? Did they see something that uh, ultimately decided that he wasn't the man? Well, he had an interview with another team, uh, not necessarily right. the Cardinals, but well, I, I, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm sure maybe. I mean, maybe they saw that epic collapse, and yeah. uh, you know, we'll never know that. But uh, ultimately, it just, it, it, I think now that you paid Cliff, now that you paid Kime, and now that you paid Kyler. They're not your fall guys. So when you talk about as if this season moves on like this, and I don't think it, listen, let me put it back in the positive here. This is the Kansas city chiefs, a team that you expect to be in the AFC championship game, fighting to go to the super bowl, right? This isn't the Carolina Panthers. You pay in play in three weeks, right? Um, you do have two tough games next, uh, the Raiders who also lost today. So yeah, We'll see how the Cardinals rebound, and obviously we're going to break that game down all this upcoming week. But ultimately, uh, this is the Chiefs. They're a powerhouse. They're a juggernaut. It's upsetting because you want the Cardinals to be in that caliber of team. You want them to be looked at like the Bills or the Chiefs or the Rams, right? Well, in two weeks, you're going to get to prove it with the Rams, right? You can see if you can hang with them. They lost this week. Next week, you're playing the Raiders. They lost this week. Uh, The Panthers lost this week to the Browns. You have three teams coming up next that all lost this week as well, right? So ultimately, we'll get to see how bad is this defense because really, you're playing a a surgical magician and Patrick Mahomes this week. So Yeah, I know, but I mean – 
as great as some of his throws were, there were so many players and wide open receivers on oh, some of those uh, some of those drives that the Chiefs had, dude. I mean, you're right, and I mean, and at some at some at, at some point, I'm giving them an excuse right now. But later on, you're gonna find out yeah. that ain't the excuse. Like you're gonna need to play, or or if it becomes this every game, then Vance Joseph ain't gonna last till week six. Yeah, I'll play that right now. Zero sacks for the Cardinals today. Zero sacks. Oh, let me give you let me give you this stat. Even better, <laughs> zero sacks. Uh oh, let me find it right here. Patrick Mahomes was blitzed on over half of his dropbacks, 54%, for the first time in his career. That's why I put on this blitz this t-shirt, Cardinal shirt, because we blitzed him 54% of the time. Uh, he threw a career-high four touchdown passes versus the blitz. That's the most in a game in the next-gen stats era. That stat comes from uh, Mike Jarecki, a long-time Cardinal uh, beat writer. So thanks to Mike for tweeting that nugget out. But um, yeah, I mean, we were blitz crazy. And the reason we are blitz crazy, right? Because you let a Chandler Jones walk, which I'm not saying wasn't was the wrong decision. It's not the wrong decision at all. Players get older. We wished that the, the Cardinals would act more like the Patriots, like Bill Belichick, and let guys go when they get to that age where it's like, do you really want to pay them and be paying an older veteran at that point? Mm -hmm. You want to replace them with younger talent and, and move your money around. You don't want to be tied in. Then again, we're tied into that money with J.J. Watt. So, I mean... Yeah tomato tomato but the whole point is you let him go and jj watts out so ultimately you don't have a pass rush you're relying on marcus golden uh you know who looked phenomenal today uh, at times uh, dennis gardeck the barbarian as uh, ron wolfley would call him oh gardeck making plays he uh Gardeck was all over the field. He caused that yeah. fumble at one point. Uh, uh, he, at one point, almost had a sack on Mahomes that looked awesome. And he just, he was all over the field. Gardeck plays with so much heart. He reminds me, and I, I don't want to get killed for this analogy, but uh, he reminds me so much of like a Pat Tillman, just the heart he plays with. Uh, he, he just, he's all over the field and, and he doesn't quit. And, and a lot of people, when you look at a Dennis Gardeck and you look at, uh, everything about him, you're like, this guy shouldn't be in the NFL. He is because he works his ass off, and he and he showed it today. Uh, he's just such a, a a good player. I mean, Gardeck is is that you want you want a bunch of Gardecks on your team because it's just what he does. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, watching it, you know, and, and then listening to the radio, and I I left, <clears throat> I think halfway through the third quarter, just because I knew that that uh, that was gonna it was gonna. I knew how that was going to end. I think everybody knew how it was going to end. I I tried to beat traffic, and there was a lot of traffic with. I left at the end of the third quarter. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. yeah. So listening to the radio on the uh, the way home, I mean, when uh, when the uh, Cardinals scored that second touchdown, when uh, uh, Kyler Murray connected with Hollywood Brown, the commentators, as they were describing the play, I totally thought that he didn't catch the ball, but they go. Oh, touchdown, Hollywood Brown. I'm like, where was the excitement? I mean, even the commentators uh, by the end of the game into the third quarter were just like, there was no excitement from anybody, from anybody, man. I mean, you you talked about it with the team, like Kyler Murray. There's a point where he just kind of taps out, right? I just felt it all across everything, from the radio team up at the stands to to watching the game, watching the players, right? So how do you how do you... I mean, not that uh, the commentators have anything to do with it, but I mean, it just kind of is a is an overall energy and an overall feel. You know, at some point they just give up and let's start moving forward. I'm looking forward to the next game. I don't. Know, that's my 
my opinion on it. You know, it was weird. I, I think they don't totally check it in. I think that comes down to leadership once again, whether that's the coach, whether that's your your star paid quarterback. Who is it that keeps this team locked in and engaged? I watch like a Russell Wilson. When things are going bad, he rallies the troops. Yeah. He, he makes them feel like they're still in the game. And I, of course, don't want to compare Russell Wilson here, but I'm going to. Because when you look at certain quarterbacks around the league, you're paying Kyler Murray to be one of those guys. I mean, or better, right? I mean, that's where you're at. So I get you can say that's not you hear this a lot with the Phoenix Suns with DeAndre Ayton, right? People want him to be aggressive and be something he's not. And that's always the the kickback that people give. They're saying that's just not who he is. He's never going to be a Shaquille O'Neal, even though that's what you want him to be or Amari Stoudemire. Like that's never going to be DeAndre Ayton. It's the same thing with Kyler Murray. Everybody wants Kyler Murray to be this leader of men and be this like guy. And and on the, over the offseason, he's made strides compared to last year, what you see him doing. And and he looks like he's making that concentrated effort. He's just not there yet, which is frustrating because you see other guys, a Herbert, a Burrow, like you see these guys that right out the gate are crushing it. And, uh, y- you know, that's that's not happening. Well, I mean, what's to say that he didn't, though? I mean, because let's let's uh, let's look at it from that angle. Like, what's to say he didn't? They scored two uh, two more touchdowns in the second half. Uh, I think the Chiefs mailed it home at that point, but yeah, oh, I, so? it, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, like, all right, we we got this. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know what's on the screen right now. What can be corrected this week? We're gonna see. We're gonna see how they bounce back. How they make the adjustments. Right again, this Raiders team is not the Chiefs. So this is a game you better play up for. It's close enough to home. You're not traveling cross country. It's a quick flight. Uh, they lost. They came off a, a bad loss. They're gonna get up for it. It's their home opener. So. Mm-hmm. Come in and do to them what the Chiefs just did to you. Uh, talking about a couple other things, nuggets for the Chiefs that I just wanted to, to touch on, just to yeah. pour salt on the wound. Chiefs had 66 offensive plays today. 33 were first downs. <laughs> so half of their plays were first downs. I, like, I don't care who you are. You can never win. Yeah, they they marched the ball down the field, man, every single time. How do you like, uh, this? How do you like this comment from Cliff uh, Kingsbury to Paul Calvisi? It looked like preseason week one, today's performance. Yeah. Why wouldn't you uh, play some starters in preseason? I, I, I mean, well, here's, you, here, don't want them to get in, you don't want them to get injured. I mean, yeah, I know that. But what, why wouldn't you? Bingo. You just hit the nail on the head. You don't want them to get injured. But what did we have today? A bunch what? of injuries going yeah, into the they're... game. I mean, so what's it matter? At this point, again, how you finished last year, Why? what's what's the harm in playing them at this point? I, I mean, yeah. you started flat. You started slow. You started like your guys didn't play during the preseason, and this is their first time out there. And Coach called it himself. So it, it, to me, that is what it is. But as we look forward to this week, um, you know, the Cardinals open up this week as three and a half point underdogs, which is actually a, not a bad thing because I think they give you three points for being the road team anyway. Uh, they'll give the home team three points. Just yeah, they, yeah, out, yeah. All right. So you're only losing a half a point, which basically means this is a toss up. So uh, I would think that uh, that would mean, you know, good things for the cards or at least, you know, Vegas thinks that they're in this. this Okay. So here's the, they were eight, eight and one on the road last season. Cardinals have lost six straight at home. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, that plays into it. They're a lot better. They're a lot better on the road than they are at home. So maybe that's played into why it's only three points against the Raiders. You know, I don't know what's going on at home that uh, they've lost six straight. Kyler Murray. Uh, talking about this game, I know we're trying to look forward, but uh, you can tell 
uh, that theirs, it, theirs is a complete difference. Energy was higher from the Chiefs. Uh, they didn't shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, so that's what's going to happen when so you do this. Kyler, things. what post game? Yeah, this is Kyler's yeah. post game comments. Uh, what, uh, the team's going to see this on film. I mean, they they know. I mean, they know right now. They don't even have to watch the film. They they know. So uh, Kingsbury was asked what needs to be addressed after this loss going forward. Just practice habits was his response, making it a sense of urgency. Uh, they've got to practice better. There's no doubt. You can't say you're going to do it on game day, but not do it in practice. So, like, when I hear that, mm-hmm. oh, it makes me so frustrated. I'm going to lose my stuff right now, Gutter. But when when I hear that, Cliff, that is your job. Like, everything you're saying, and, and maybe that's a good thing. He's falling on the sword for the team. Yeah. But what does that mean? That just means, like, you didn't have your guys ready, period? Like, I get we know that because we saw it, but... So you watch them practice and practice like crap? Like, what, what does that mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe he didn't think they looked like crap. Maybe he thought that they had everything covered and, you know, they were going to knock they were I mean, gonna that, his, the Chiefs. I his, mean, quote, he, his quote basically says he didn't know they practiced like crap. They didn't practice like they were going to. He said they played how they practice. Okay, so you saw that all week. That's. You didn't make any adjustments based on that. Like, <laughs> I mean, well, he, like, I, like I said, I th- maybe he thought that that's all they needed to beat the chiefs and I, and that it didn't work out. You know, now maybe you get that. Uh, they were, they were blown, blown out. They're blown away. You go back and look at the tape, make the adjustments. And maybe that was good for them to get blown away in the first game, make those adjustments and look good going forward. You know, there's obviously some big old gaps in their game plan that they did not plan for. So. Oh my lord, Hollywood Brown now. This is in this is post game Hollywood Brown. We definitely could practice a lot harder. We definitely could practice a lot sharper and treat yeah. routes like a game rep. So you now have your coach and the guy you traded your first round pick for both saying that you're not practicing hard enough. Wow. So it's that one thing on to Here's my thing, Gunner. It's yeah. one, this is it making me more pissed now. I'm now like hearing these comments, I'm just like from the player saying that they're not practicing hard And from the coach. I, I mean, oh, man. It's, it's one thing to go out and say, listen, we, we had a couple fumbles. You know, we, you can't have those things happen. You had this. You had that. But now they're talking about their preparation's not good. Yeah. Like, what? Like Cliff's gonna, They're going to get to practice this week, and Cliff's going to be like, I saw all those quotes, and you guys are going to run about 100 laps and uh, about 1,000 push-ups before yeah, you well, get started well, now. Because of the CB, uh, the 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 NFL PA and CBA and all that, he ain't gonna be allowed to do that. But my, uh, high school, my high school PE coach or whatever, you know, Gunner, he, he, that's exactly what he would have done, man. He's like, Gunner, you're not practicing hard enough. Here we go. <laughs> Gunner, the worst problem in that is he gave one of those quotes. It's not just the players saying uh, it; your head coach said it. So, like, uh, man, I really wish Bidwell did not give all these guys contracts and yeah. I get what he was doing. He was trying to give them job security, trying to make them all feel good, but man, they all feel very protected right now. And it allows things like this. Uh, yeah. You look at players, how many players get, get huge deals, right? After, uh, you know, on their last year, the contract, right? They, they outperform like crazy the last year. So then they get a huge contract and then yeah. they're never the same again. Right. Same, same concept here. It's like, man, you paid all these guys and you didn't necessarily need to. Yes. Kyler was going to not play if you didn't. So you had to pay him. Okay. Pay Kyler, but how Kime and how cliff. And I like Kime. I'm probably the biggest Kime supporter there is, 
Um, I'm sure out of any podcast that's out there or any radio show, I'll tell you right now, I will have Kimes back way more than anybody else. But my thought of the sense of urgency for this team to play better than they did last year and take another step, you lost that when you paid all these guys. Now, now everyone's got job security. They got safety nets. And ah, if we suck this year, we suck this year. We can give it a good go next year. I was kind of surprised that they gave Kyler the money. You know, I mean, I mean, obviously it's old news at this point. But, I mean, look at Lamar Jackson. He's on the final year of his thing. He's playing. He's playing. You know, it kind of sucks for him, though. You know, in this situation, it wasn't Dak. Prescott got the same situation where he was playing on the final year and didn't he get injured or something like that. Yeah. 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 yeah they gave him them, him, they, and, the, and the Cowboys gave him the money anyway. I feel like the same thing's going to happen to Lamar. Hopefully he doesn't get injured, but I, uh, Kyler had yet to, to prove himself in my opinion. Well, let, let, me, let me give you one more quote from Kyler Murray. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I think it was good for, uh, for this to happen to us. You uh, can't yeah, just said that you, you, hold on. You can't feel yourself in this league. You get embarrassed, and that's the that's kind of what happened today. Yeah. Gunner, what do you think that's about Ky- Kyler feeling that way? I think it's hilarious because I literally said that just minutes ago, and the Kyler they posted the quote from Kyler saying the exact same thing. You know, okay, where but, this where this makes me even more again, uh, I, I as a fan, it's so tough here. Yeah, what makes me really pissed off about that comment is. How are you feeling yourself after how you ended last year? Yeah. Like, how do you feel that? Like, how do you feel that way going into today? Like, if anything, you should have felt pressure to deliver today, not coming in yeah. like, oh, I'm I'm the stuff, and and we we're owed something. They're not owed anything. Okay, they suck. But, but listen to what Hollywood said. Listen to what the coach said. They they're not practicing hard enough, and then you have your starters that weren't playing in preseason. They haven't had any reps. There's nothing. There's no competition. There's nothing. I mean, obviously they're practicing out in Tempe or wherever they're, you know, on the on the practice field against the practice squad and stuff like that. But like on uh, Hard Knocks, they uh, they set up like practices against other teams. Do the Cardinals do that or no? Yeah, we did with yeah we did with the Titans. So we we did okay. get some of the, those live reps in, which sure not enough. Yeah, yeah, not enough, man. No, no. I I mean we're so. These guys are given a, a lot of rope right, right now, and it's just one of those things where I, I don't think they've done anything to earn it, and and that's really the problem. But as we look ahead, because we got to wrap the it, Giants. yeah, um, we we got to wrap here. Um, with that being said, this week we'll have another episode that drops Wednesday and another episode that drops Friday. Looking forward to the Raiders Allegiant Stadium first trip to Vegas. Gunner, you coming? I'm I'm gonna be in Vegas. You coming no, with? I'm gonna be in Hawaii next weekend, dude. So oh wow! I'll be doing my uh, my part of the. Uh, I got taking this live from Hawaii, huh? Probably, yeah. I got I fly out Saturday, and this is a radio station thing. So they're flying us in Saturday. I'll be there through Wednesday. So, uh, hey, Sunday. If, if if since I do the guest spots on Friday, do I get a go? Is that like a thing? No, oh, <laughs> it's not a thing. Okay. You're already okay. gonna be in Vegas, man. You and the the Bird Gang Travel Club I, are heading out to I'm, Vegas. No, I, I'm flying out Sunday morning, flying back Sunday evening. I could make that Hawaii trip. Okay, <laughs> don't give me that. Uh, so Gunner will be from the islands, kicking off uh, yeah. in the valley from the islands. Uh, Lonnie, wow. That's yeah, awesome. I'll watch well, the game there. Well, we'll come back to this in the, in the middle of the week. We're going to turn our attention to what the Cardinals can fix and how they can get a win against those Raiders. Uh, remember, subscribe wherever you eat your podcasts and join us on Wednesday for the next episode of Kickoff in the Valley.